Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. In this week's episode, we are talking about a topic that I love to talk about, um, primarily because I believe it's really at the very heart of wellness, and that is the topic of worthiness. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines worthiness as the quality of deserving attention and or respect. Um, And when you think about it, it makes sense that this is the heart of wellness, right? I mean, if I believe that I am deserving of attention and respect, then I value and attend to my body and my mind. I'm discriminating about what I do, how I spend my time, and what I allow into my internal and external environments. So you see, worthiness is really a state of being. And here's where I think so many women get it wrong, because they think that they're going to feel worthy when they lose the weight, or get the promotion, or find the partner, or buy the thing, or fill in the blank. There's always something that they're chasing in order to feel worthy. But that never works, right? Because when we get that thing that we've been chasing, we will often either lose it, you know, often we're just not able to keep it for whatever reason, or it will feel very anticlimactic when we get it. And so we just go on to chase something else. Um, I see it all the time. I've seen it at times in my own life, and I see it in the lives of so many of the women that I work with and so many women that I know. So in terms of wellness, first I'll tell you what unworthiness looks like. Um, And then, as always, I'll I'll end by sharing some strategies that you can implement to use this concept, the concept of worthiness, to your benefit how to use it to bring you closer to your wellness goals. So in terms of wellness, feelings of unworthiness can look like not having a healthy body image. There are some women who are just perpetually feeling terrible about their bodies. And this manifests in two ways. Um, One is the woman who is constantly dieting and trying to lose weight. She exists in a state of fighting her body, trying to sort of beat it into submission. Um, Or the opposite of this is the woman whose poor body image uh, causes her to give up on taking care of her body. So she isn't eating nourishing foods and moving her body, hydrating, etc. And both of these ways of behaving are, are driven by a state of constantly disliking one's body. Unworthiness can also look like women who can't seem to follow through on their health commitments. You know, the woman who will talk the talk, she'll buy all the right foods, join the gym, sign up for that meditation app, 
but she just doesn't show up for herself. You know, instead of cooking more often than not, she will order pizza or Chinese or some other takeout. Instead of waking up to work out, uh, she'll hit the snooze button and go back to sleep. Okay, this, this can manifest in a number of ways, but the bottom line is she just doesn't follow through when it comes to healthy habits and her commitments to herself. Um, it also can manifest, and I see this a lot, I've certainly done this at times myself, in all or nothing thinking. So all or nothing thinking is when you either do everything perfectly or you sort of let everything go out the window and you just stop taking care of yourself. You know, it's that cycle of perfectionism and unreasonable expectations of ourselves that, by the way, come from feelings of unworthiness. Um, We hold unreasonable expectations of ourselves and then we punish ourselves when we can't meet those expectations by throwing in the towel and neglecting ourselves. And what this leads to are constant feelings of disappointment and unworthiness. So it it just feeds the cycle. Um, Another way that feelings of unworthiness are reflected in wellness, and particularly in midlife, is when women spend a lot of time complaining about their bodies and their symptoms. And granted, this is no joke. Some women feel pretty terrible in perimenopause and menopause and have legitimate complaints. But you see, they don't do anything beyond complaining. So when a woman resigns herself to feeling terrible and simply sort of accepts that this is the way it is once you reach 40, rather than making changes and taking steps toward feeling better, that sense of hopelessness about her health and her body really reflects an underlying feeling of unworthiness. Because if we feel worthy, we won't settle for feeling terrible. Um, Unworthiness also shows up as overeating and overdrinking, right? And this, this is kind of, I guess, a bit of an aside, but there's an interesting thing that's happened. And I I heard, I can't take credit for this. I heard somebody talking about it not too long ago, but I just found it so fascinating. I'm not sure when this began to take hold. It very well may have been during the COVID quarantine. Uh, I'm not sure, but more and more this sort of drinking culture, I think it's actually referred to as, you know, quote unquote, wine culture has developed among women over 40. Um, I don't know if women over 40 are actually drinking that much wine or they just enjoy talking about drinking wine, but it seems that wine has become more and more of a focus in the lives of uh, women in their 40s and 50s. You can even see this with marketing, right? There are t-shirts and tote bags and baseball caps and all kinds of things that mention wine and kind of center around wine um, as it's being marketed to, to women in midlife. It seems to have become a means to get through the week and a form of entertainment and connection. And that's the same thing that people have done when it comes to food, right? We, you know, people have used it as a distraction, as a form of entertainment, or as a path to connection. And unfortunately, both really negatively impact the health of so many women. Worthiness can also show up through, you know, things like not going to the doctor, not having regular medical checkups, 
Many women experience avoidance. They just avoid confronting and examining the state of their health. Um, and, and it's kind of connected to what I said earlier about just not showing up for ourselves. And finally, <clears throat> excuse me, women shut down sexually. Now, I want to clarify because I recognize this is a very complex issue. There are many things at play, and I don't want to come across as being overly simplistic here. There are hormonal changes that affect libido in women, and these changes can start as early as the mid-30s for some women. So there is a physical component to this, to be sure. There are also psychological and emotional reasons why some women shut down sexually. And of course, there are relationship issues that affect intimacy. So it's certainly not reasonable to assume that this happens solely because of feelings of unworthiness. However, feelings of unworthiness can be a big contributing factor. There are many women who simply do not feel worthy of pleasure, either because they struggle with their body image or they feel guilty about it. There are a number of factors, um, and I don't you know, pretend to be an expert in all of them. But what I can tell you is that these feelings of unworthiness often manifest as a shutting down in this area of a woman's life. So those are several ways that feelings of unworthiness affect a woman's health and wellness. And the question becomes, how do we address that? Is a sense of worthiness something that can be created? And if so, how do we do that? The good news is that, yes, we can create and develop feelings of, of worthiness, even if you don't feel them at the current moment. It's not a situation like, you know, you have it or you don't. You're either born with a sense of worthiness or you're not. That's not the case here. And I will walk you through some steps that women can take in order to develop a strong sense of worthiness. Um, the, the first one, and it, it always sounds cliche, but it really is true, is that awareness of where you're feeling unworthy, how that's showing up in your life, that's really the first step on the path toward worthiness. That's why I just ran through all those categories. Perhaps as you heard me speaking about one or more of those areas, you kind of saw yourself in what I was saying. And that's good information because it will shine a light on the area or areas that you may want to address. So I never want you to come at any of this from the spirit of beating yourself up, right? If you did recognize yourself in something that I said, again, that's a great place to begin. You're shining a light on an area that may need your attention. So let's start by adjusting our understanding of worthiness. Recognize that worthiness is a state of being. There's nothing you need to do, nothing to prove, and nothing to earn in order to become worthy. Every one of us is inherently worthy, right? We were born worthy. There is nothing and nobody that can take away our worthiness, period. Now, this is a new belief for many women because most of us were probably not brought up with this understanding. Society from an early age teaches people, and especially young girls, that worthiness is tied to looks and talents and achievements, right? We're worthy if we obey our parents. 
we're worthy if we look a certain way, if we get the grades, if we earn the degree, if we're a good wife, mother, daughter, employee. These are all of the conditions that we've been taught lead to worthiness. And there is absolutely no truth to any of it. This is what I believe. God or the universe or whatever power you choose to believe in put you here on this earth and that reveals to you that you are worthy. You're here. You're worthy to be alive. And so is everybody else. They are worthy because they're here. So we can stop trying to measure and assess and assign levels of worthiness. We can all just accept that we are inherently worthy. And I know that involves some retraining. So if you don't currently believe this, that's okay. That's where you'll start by just reminding yourself whenever and as often as you need to. And I'm not talking about like the affirmation in the mirror kind of thing. But just whenever you feel a bit insecure or a bit self-critical, remind yourself of your own inherent worthiness and just start there. There's a lot of power in doing just that one little thing. Um, And it takes some time, so don't become impatient with yourself if this is a slow process for you. Just keep reminding yourself that you are already worthy, and I promise you will begin to internalize this idea. The third thing you can do is create your standards. And this applies to all areas of life, but for the purposes of this podcast, I'm focusing specifically on health and wellness. So create your wellness standards. And the way I like to do this is think about the standards of a woman who absolutely believes in her own worth. Someone who really, truly values herself and her body. Think about the choices she makes. Think about what she eats, how she moves, how she manages stress, etc. And then adopt those standards for yourself. Treat yourself just as that woman would treat herself. There's this amazing thing that happens when we do this. And it's really, it's the basis of cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, which is that you change a behavior in order to facilitate a change in thought, kind of an outside-in approach. And it happens to be extremely effective. The more you adopt the behaviors of the woman you imagine to be a quote-unquote worthy woman, the more you'll come to identify as that woman. So create your standards. And then number four, show up for yourself. And this is really where discipline comes into play, although I really hate to use that word because for so many people, it has a real negative connotation. I like to think of discipline as showing up for myself, making a commitment to myself and upholding that commitment the way I would keep a commitment I made to someone important to me. You know, if your child or your partner or someone you really care about needed something important from you, guess what? You'd make it happen no matter what. You'd stay up late. You'd get up early. You'd clear your calendar because that result, giving them what they need, is that important to you. Show up for the commitments you make to yourself in that same way, whether it is eating clean or working out or meditating or going to your annual physical, right? Cut through all the mind drama 
and just make it happen because the result, your health and well-being, is that important to you. And if you do this enough, if you stop letting yourself down and you keep showing up for yourself and your commitments to yourself, you'll come to regard yourself as being dependable and reliable and even more worthy of love and respect. Number five is stop looking to other people to make you feel worthy. If we tie our feelings of worth to things outside of us, life will be a roller coaster because things outside of us are always changing and we have no control over anything outside of us. Our feelings of worth must come from within us. And again, an amazing thing happens. Other people reflect back to you what you believe about yourself. So the more worthy you feel, the more other people will regard you and treat you as someone who is worthy. And while that's not necessarily the goal, it creates this beautiful cycle and it reinforces the fact that this process works and that you are truly in control of your feelings and your experiences and you'll keep getting results in your life. So in this episode, I've focused on worthiness as it relates to health and wellness, but know that when you do this work, it will have results far beyond your physical health. It will improve your emotional health, your relationships, your career, your finances. Every area of your life will improve and you will gain so much momentum in your life. You are worthy, my friends. Now go have a beautiful day and I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.